Let me tell you about something we're doing at Blaze TV. We are uh, trying to save comedy from the humorless left. <laughs> and uh, we have just partnered with a these guys who make these comedy films. You might have seen some of their stuff on, on YouTube. They're really, really funny. If you like Best of Show... Or any, show, yeah. yeah, or any of those mockumentaries done by Christopher Guest, you are going to love this. We're going to premiere it uh, May fourth. It's our first full-length comedy film, really funny. It's called Reopening, and it's about a small-time theater uh, trying to reopen safely after COVID, and it takes. All of it apart. Mm, it's really funny. very funny. Really funny. Very funny. BlazeTV.com slash reopening. You can use the code reopening to save 20 bucks. take you back in the time tunnel 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 you've got to go back 10 years the name jack phillips sound familiar how about this he's he ran the masterpiece cake shop in colorado remember and he had somebody walk into his store say he wanted a gay wedding cake and he said you know i i'll make anything for you but my religion my my religious beliefs i can't do that for you uh, but i'll sell you any other cake and uh, then he was sued for it it went all the way to the supreme court he was found you know i don't know not bigoted i don't know what they said he doesn't have to make your stupid cake okay he has a right as an artist to not be forced to make a cake so we all went, yay, it's over. Well, then some other guy, an activist, came in and said, I want a Satan cake. And he's like, I can't make a Satan cake. I swear, Jack must spend his whole day just turning down cakes. <laughs> I can't make a Satan cake. I'm sorry. Um, and so what happened? They tried to sue him. This one was dismissed quickly. <laughs> now somebody's come in with a trans cake. And they're suing him again. Incredible. Ten years of his life have been stolen from him. We're going to talk to Jack Phillips and his attorney in 60 seconds. All right. Nestle. Nestle is the world's largest food and drink company. They raised their prices by 10% just last quarter. Rising inflation. They make everything, not just weird chocolate bunny milk, okay? Their prices, 
They're, they still have the Nestle Quick <laughs> do Bunny. Do they milk the bunnies for this? Yeah, oh, yeah. Actually... Oh, it is what they do. They first surprise them and put hairspray in their eyes, oh, no. and then they milk them. <laughs> and they're so shocked, it's chocolate bunny milk. Anyway, prices are up on everything. It's going to get worse with with cattle and beef. I want you to be able to lock in your price on anything you can right now. I don't know, honestly. I mean, I, I feel kind of bad because Good Ranchers, I really like these people and I love their meat. It is such good meat. Um, but I don't know how they're going to stay in business because I'm encouraging you to lock the price in. And I know prices of beef are going to go through the roof. And your price will be locked in, so you're never going to pay more. As long as you have the subscription, you're never going to pay more for your meat. That's kind of a big deal. You know, when everybody's paying like, is that Kobe beef? No, no, no. That's probably ground up dog, and it's $400 a pound. (laughs) You're going to be eating steak with Good Ranchers. GoodRanchers.com. Use the promo code BECK. You'll get $20 off your, uh, your box. You'll get free bacon and... Great meat, secure price. What's not to love? Go to GoodRanchers.com. Make sure you use the promo code BECK. It's GoodRanchers.com. Promo code BECK. Is uh, Jack with us yet? Okay. Uh, Jack Phillips is with us, along with Matt Sharp. He is uh, from the ADF Alliance Defending Freedom. He's senior counsel. Been on the program before. Jack, welcome back to the program. I I wish we didn't have to do this all over again. Uh, well, thank you, Mr. Beck. It's a pleasure to be here today. Yeah. Uh, can I ask you, I think this is the worst theft I've ever seen in my life. These people have stolen 10 years of your life. Uh, how are you dealing with that, Jack? Well, we're grateful to have ADF there beside us through this whole thing. But I just want to make it clear that uh, the people that are suing me, I welcome in my shop. I welcome everybody who comes into my shop at Masterpiece Cake Shop. But I just can't express every message that people ask us to create with our custom cakes. And that was the case over 10 years ago now when two men came in and asked me to uh, create a cake to celebrate their wedding. And it was a, a view of wedding that goes against my beliefs what weddings is weddings are and so i told them you know i'll sell you other cakes other custom cakes sell you anything in my shop cookies brownies but i just can't create a cake for a same-sex wedding that goes against my faith and they they stormed out of my shop uh swearing at me flipping me off went to the state filed a complaint the state sued me and that case ended up at the u.s supreme court like you know and we won seven to two um the day that the court granted our case so um, an attorney here in Colorado called us up and asked us to create a cake that was blue on the outside and pink on the inside. And then we were informed that those colors were symbolic of changing gender from changing from a man to a woman. So we told this attorney that uh, we would be glad to serve other custom cakes, create other custom cakes, serve them in any way that we would serve anybody else. But the cake expressed a message that I didn't want to create. And so that person sued us through the state. That went forward and then I uh, was dismissed. And now we're in the same lawsuit with the same person in a civil case. And we lost the first two rounds. And so ADF has uh, asked the uh, state Supreme Court to hear our case. And so we're waiting for the results of that. Jack, I got to go back to my first question. Sure. <laughs> How are you doing this? Ten years. 
Do you, I mean, I know you're a believer. I know you're doing things because you really truly believe that this is wrong. And I, I can't thank you enough as a citizen for doing this. But do you ever get to a point where you're like, I can't take it? No, um, this is the right thing to do. It's, it's a, a big fight, and it is for every American because free speech is for everyone. Um, and we're hoping that this court will overturn it. But again, like I said, with ADF uh, backing us up and knowing that we have the best legal team that you could possibly have in a situation like this is, is um, reassuring. Uh, so let me go to Matt. Matt, tell me what this case is is looking at, why it went civil, and why you're having a hard time, or he had a hard time before you guys came on board. Yeah, well, as you mentioned earlier, you know, the Supreme Court ruled for Jack, but focused on the hostility that Colorado was showing to Jack, where it was comparing his beliefs about marriage to being no different than those of Nazis and and those responsible for the Holocaust. And so the Supreme Court didn't get to that core question of can Colorado force artists like Jack to speak a message to support a cause or idea that violates that their belief. And that's what we're fighting for now, is we want that definitive ruling to say the, the Constitution clearly protects the speech of every American and including but isn't that what the first, like Jack. Isn't that what the first Supreme Court decision said? No, they didn't go all the way there. They, they just focused on that hostility <sighs> and sort of yeah, save the bigger question for another day. And so we're litigating it now on Jack. We've got another case, Lori Smith of 303 Creative, that's at the U.S. Supreme Court challenging the same Colorado law. So we're hopeful that we are going to get that ruling that's going to put an end once and for all to these, um, these vexatious challenges against Jack and, and allow him to go back to doing what he loves to do. I, I, I go back to, you know, I think his, I think 10 years have been stolen. Stolen? Stole. That's a word. That's right. The right word, right? <laughs> yes. That's Sorry. It's also a bread, so we should ask <laughs> Jack about it. Um, but uh, I, I just think is, I, I, you know, it, there, there's, there's at some point should be a penalty for people who are intentionally trying to destroy someone's life just to make a point. Yeah, and, and especially with this case. I mean, the, the person doing this, this activist attorney, admitted that if this case was thrown out, come back in the next day and ask for another case that they know Jack could not do because of his beliefs. And we're bringing that point out. We're raising awareness that this was a setup, that this was an effort to try and punish and harass Jack because of his beliefs, and we're not going to stand for it. Yeah, can't you, can, can you counter sue at all on this? I mean, this is harassment. This is harassment. Yeah, well, that's why we're hopeful that the Colorado Supreme Court is going to shut this down once and for all and make sure that these types of claims can't be brought anymore against Jack or others like him. And how is the what's the makeup of the Colorado Supreme Court? <laughs> well, you know, whoa, oh, whoa. Boy. <laughs> uh, you know, we've been through this process before the first time around and, and uh, they, they didn't show willingness to stand for the Constitution and uh, uphold Jack's free speech rights. But we're hopeful that uh, they'll see what this delegation is doing to him and how this is being, like you said, the harassment and these laws are being misused to punish Jack and try and coerce him because of his beliefs. And what happens if the Colorado courts turn you away and say nope we side with the uh uh what is it the plaintiff um we side with the guys who want the cake and the supreme court just doesn't take his case what happens to jack then 
you know, it could be ruinous for them. Um, it, it could have severe impacts, but this is where we're optimistic um, that if not the Colorado Supreme Court, then we are going to ask the U.S. Supreme Court, and, and we're hopeful that whether it's in Jack's case or Lori Smith's case, as I mentioned, that's pending there, that we are going to get the Supreme Court to reaffirm that you can't force Americans to speak messages to support causes that they disagree with. It's amazing. Uh, Matt, thank you for being there. It, ADF, you guys do so much. Uh, and if it wasn't for you, I mean, people are having a hard time finding attorneys now because the attorney firm will be hassled. And so that's just not worth the headache to stand up and defend the Bill of Rights. So thank you for everything you guys do. I will say to Jack, uh, you know, I, I find it very difficult to come to a conclusion on this case without tasting these baked goods for myself. Yeah, I, you know, right? I don't know. I, how, I how mean, I we... think it would only be fair if we got mm-hmm. some baked goods from time to time from Jack. But uh, no, he's, he's, like, <laughs> he's like, I'm not you will purchase you the baked goods. <laughs> we will not send them to you. Uh, more important things, I, yeah. hand, I suppose. Jack, sincerely, <laughs> thank you for standing you're god puts you in the right place at the right time i'm kidding yeah thanks for allowing us to share our story and and hopefully uh, encourage other people to uh do what's right because like i said earlier free speech is for everyone these cases are not just about me and my cake shop they're about every american god bless you and so we're hopeful for a good result thank you very much jack jack phillips masterpiece cake shop 10 years incredible of dealing with this poor guy has just been beaten down i mean at some point i mean just as a human you would have to say i i mean i just want to make cakes how much time has has been again holiday stolen from him how much time has been taken from this man and there's got to be times when you're just like, I, I mean, I know he is, he is sincere in his faith. Oh, and that, that's incredibly that's, clear. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's why, you know, God put him in the right place. They're picking on the wrong guy because this guy, he is clear. How many of us have that kind of faith? It's almost, it's so hard because there's such a pragmatic cost to it for him. You know, he, his life is being destroyed, and you know you can tell that he really cares about this. But you know, after six months, it would be really hard to keep going. It's just I don't know, just make the cake. You know, I mean that has to. I know if if I'm running this cake shop, uh, first of all, it's probably very much losing money because I'm eating all the goods. <laughs> but secondarily, I think it would be you. I would that would definitely cross my mind if I felt the way he did. I, I would be like, all right. You know, this is ridiculous. I, I'm going to ruin my entire life over this. I, I would move to a friendlier state. Right, you'd move to a friendlier state. Mm-hmm. You'd, you'd, you'd close down your shop. You'd, there'd be a hundred things that would cross your mind. And every time we've talked to him, I've never really had the sense that that has been the case with him. He's no. always been just like, I'm just going to hold Because, I mean, when strong. you have that kind of faith, you know that you should expect persecution. You're standing against evil. Yeah. And of course you're going to be a target. And, you know, hopefully Jack in a way looks at it as a badge of honor. I mean, that guy's earning his place in the history books and he's earning his place in the afterworld. Um, 
I mean, he still believes in that sky god and the afterworld. Oh, Boy, no. is he going to be surprised when he wakes up in the coffin? Anyway. Um, <laughs> That's how it works at all. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, Jack Phillips. He was clear he was not setting us baked goods, though, I will say. That, that did yeah, not, that was, that was very not clear. He, he was freezing us out. Do you remember when goods. Tony Bennett was on? Uh, my show and we he had a live orchestra and i had an hour with him and he would play his music yeah. and i asked him at the end i said i can't have tony bennett on without you know asking you to do your most famous song but i mean if you're sick of doing it you don't have to I'm trying to be nice to him sure and uh I, and he said what song are you talking about and i said you know i left my heart in san francisco and he said why wouldn't i like and he just like snapped on me he went, got angry. He got really angry. Why wouldn't I like that song? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I was just trying to be nice. I was just trying to give you an out on that. Uh, and I got that vibe from Jack a little bit when you said, I want free baked goods. I feel like he might now, if I went in there to purchase him, he might kick me out of the cake yeah, shop. He might there say, might be a I'm whole not, other suit here. I might be suing I, him. I, I, I won't make anything for you. Get out. All right. Peggy wrote in about her dog's existence with Rough Green. She says, our dog Baxter just turned uh, 10 back in November. He was losing all interest uh, in eating. Yeah. Yeah. It happens to all guys. Oh, you yeah. You know, you're just like... This is how I got this physique. Yeah. I just lost interest in eating. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you, when dogs may lose interest in eating. Guys, when we lose interest in life, we're more interested in eating. It's the only like, part of life we like anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Getting dressed is uh, yeah. secondary. That's you know? why you got to. Men, stand up for Jack Phillips. I mean, he'll help us get fat. Anyway. Uh, uh, Peggy says, at my husband's suggestion, we purchased rough greens, and now he's eating his kibble with that sprinkled on it. It has been a very positive thing for our dog. We weren't sure if we would uh, he was going to make it into the new year, but he is still with us. Thank you, rough greens. Peggy, I'm so glad to hear this. Um, you know, we all know lean, green, and mean. You got to have the got to have your greens. Your greens are healthy. Shut up. Brown, not so healthy. Generally, we say don't pick up things that are brown and put them in your mouth. Um, but good advice. Rough greens, not rough browns. That would be bad. Rough greens got everything that your dog really needs to have you sprinkle it on. You get your first bag free. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens, R-U-F-F greens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN-33. That's 833-GLEN-33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. We, I mean, this should be Friday uh, because we have all these people that are fighting back. Um, coming up in just a minute, we're, you know, fr- fight back Fridays we're doing. Um, and hopefully we have some other people left. That are fighting back Uh, in just a few minutes. I'm going to introduce you to Connor Fitzpatrick. Um, He is representing the Michigan middle school students that have gotten together uh, and they filed a lawsuit because the school forced them to take off their Let's Go Brandon sweatshirts. Now, if the school has a policy that's consistent, then I would disagree with them, but we'll find out. Uh, I don't think they're being, I highly doubt they're being consistent. 
and uh, so they're going to court. Because, you know, would you have, I mean, the people who were so anti-Trump, so anti-Trump, would 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 that school kick the, the kids out if they had an anti-Trump shirt? I, I, I doubt it. Probably be celebrated. I don't know why we still are sending our kids to school. I really well, don't. They should learn in some fashion. No. Um, no, you're getting no, anti knowledge is bad. <laughs> no, but I mean, yeah. we know that this is, they are grooming our children to be activists. Uh, I think I could make a pretty solid case to lose gender, uh, you know, homosexuality, pedophilia. They've got drag queens in school books that are just filth. And yet we all still kind of go, yeah, I know that's really bad. that's really bad. Hey, don't miss your bus. <laughs> Although I think that's changing quite a bit. And I think it's since COVID, we've seen a massive shift on that issue. It has, but it shows you how trapped people are yeah. in the federal system. We're so trapped in our school systems because we pay taxes and everything else. And there's been relatively no competition that you could get any kind of help with. And because of that, prices are high, et cetera, et cetera. You're trapped. And people are just like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I mean, we are sending our kids five days a week in to be turned against us, God, our principles, everything it's really crazy yeah and i think it's important i mean i'm not doing that and i'm very happy with that choice everyone should be able to make it i know it should not everybody one, is in that not everyone can I know. and it's unfortunate and i will tell you it's terrible they want to raise they're, they're right now in texas you have this uh, possibility of challenging your taxes every year they give you this chance to protest your taxes which you should always do if you happen to live in texas or if your state does this oh yeah if but, you don't uh but Surprise! Like, I want it to be zero dollars, yeah, or something close to zero dollars. I don't even send my kids to these schools, and I have to pay taxes to send my kids to schools they don't attend, and then I have to pay again and another to the private school. And it's like, well, this is completely insane for most people, and it shouldn't be that way. You should be able to choose where to send your kids to school, but this is so entrenched and it's destroying us. Uh, luckily, a lot of people have been able to change that in the last couple of years, but we should. Keep pushing in this direction. Amen. Amen. Back in just a minute. The Glenn Beck Program. So if you're a gun owner, you know how important it is to keep up with your target shooting. It is muscle memory. All of it is. You also know the price of ammunition is insane, and it doesn't look like it's going to go down anytime soon. That leaves you with a problem. How are you going to maintain your skill level uh, or get better if you're not firing at the range? Perfect answer for you. It is the Mantis X. It is a high-tech, easy-to-use system that is now being widely used by the military. I think the Marines started using it first, and now it's all over. It will help improve your shooting quickly. I mean, in 20 minutes, the average score goes up. Uh, I can't remember how many points, but I, I think I improved by 20 points. And I'm a good shot. And there's things that I just... I can't seem to correct that would put me into the highest uh, category. This got me right to the edge of that category mm. um, because it shows you what you're doing wrong in real time. It's amazing. 
start improving today. MantisX.com. MantisX.com. Let's say a network canceled your favorite 8 p.m. show uh, on cable news. Maybe you should come over to Studos America. It's YouTube.com slash Studos America every night, 8 p.m. Eastern. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program up in Michigan. I read a story yesterday that middle school students there have filed a suit after uh, the school forces them to take off their Let's Go Brandon sweatshirts. Uh, The Foundation for Individual Rights and Expression attorney, uh, known as FIRE, and you can find them at thefire.org. Connor Fitzpatrick is uh, joining us with us because these guys are minors protecting their anonymity. They're not going to be on with us, but we're going to talk to Patrick about this case. He's fighting it uh, up in Michigan. Hello, Patrick. How are you? Or Connor, how are you? Patrick. Good morning. Great great to be here. Yeah, thanks. So, Connor, um, is this inconsistent with their dress code? Uh, you know, how, how can they file suit if there is a dress code that says you can't wear things that cause attention being brought to you or disruptive? So the dress code provision that the school is relying on to ban these Let's Go Brandon hoodies says that you're not allowed to wear vulgar or profane clothing. That's what the school's relying on. But of course, these hoodies aren't vulgar. They aren't profane. No. Now, they're, they're a cultural reference to a different chant, which admittedly you can't say at school. Kids right. can't drop the F-bomb in class. We all agree with that. But these students aren't doing that. They are intentionally using a sanitized, non-vulgar, non-profane slogan in order to get their point across. And that's squarely protected by the First Amendment. So what is the school saying? When you, when you filed suit with them, what did the school say? We have not heard anything from <laughs> the school or the school district since we filed suit, other than that they acknowledged my email when I emailed the lawsuit to them. And did did the parents reach out? How did this how did this come to be a suit? How many kids are involved? And uh, were the did the parents reach out to the school first and try to get you know answers or or you know some open minds on this? So we have two students who are plaintiffs in our case, both of whom were ordered by the school district to remove Let's Go Brandon sweatshirts. And the ironic thing about all of this is this shouldn't have required a lawsuit. Last year, through attorneys, the parents uh, wrote to the school district, set out the pertinent Supreme Court law and the First Amendment law and said, hey, you have to allow these hoodies. They're protected by the First Amendment. Unfortunately, the school doubled down. They dug their heels in. And that's why we're in federal court. Jeez. And your thoughts on the case and ramifications if you win or lose? My thoughts on the case are, admittedly, I'm a little bit biased, but I think these hoodies are squarely protected by the First Amendment. You know, a little more than 50 years ago, the Supreme Court decided the major student speech case. It's called Tinker versus Des Moines. And their middle school students, like these kids, went to school and they wore black armbands to protest the Vietnam War. Mm. And the Supreme Court held that as long as the students aren't being disruptive, as long as they aren't disrupting lessons, kids have a First Amendment right to peacefully express their political views in school. And what schools can't do and what the school's doing here 
is playing favorites, allowing some students to express their political views, their social views, but stopping other students from expressing theirs. And it's really amazing to me that, you know, once you get into college, the entire system is trying to teach you to stand up and uh, protest and disrupt. And it's now in our, our middle schools and elementary schools as well. But here the schools are saying, no, 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 you can't disrupt. You can't do that. When everything on the left is all about chaos and disruption. So under the Supreme Court's precedent, as long as students aren't being disruptive, you're not allowed to stand up and start chanting protests in class. We all agree with that. And that's the ironic thing about this case, Glenn, is that the school has never contended that these kids were being disruptive. They were going about their day, doing their schoolwork, going from class to class, and they just happened to be wearing a Let's Go Brandon hoodie. But the school singled them out and ordered them to remove their sweatshirts based on the political message that they wish to express. And that's where the Constitution gets involved. Talking to Connor Fitzpatrick, uh, Foundation for Individual Rights and Expression. Uh, You can find him at thefire.org. Connor, tell me if this uh, if, if you lose this case, what are the ramifications And if you win this case, does it go further than just this school? So we certainly hope we certainly hope we don't lose. Uh, If if we do, I think there's a good chance we'll take it to the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals and higher if we need to. But the overall point of this case and the overall importance of the First Amendment in public schools is that we should be encouraging young people, not discouraging them. We should be encouraging them to engage in political expression, to talk about the issues with their friends. And if it causes a debate or an argument, so much for the better. You know, Glenn, we count on our schools to prepare our kids for real life. That's what we always say. Schools should prepare kids for real life. Well, in real life, people are going to disagree with them. Mm-hmm. They're going to have neighbors and coworkers and even elected officials who don't think or talk or even pray the same way they do. So the earlier they start getting exposed to views that they disagree with and start having those discussions, that's what's going to prepare them for a productive life as an American citizen. And I have to tell you, there is no education without an honest search of all sides and without friction, you know, opposition in all things. That's biblical. There is opposition in all things, and it's necessary and you will never sharpen a knife without the opposition of the stone. You will never educate your children unless they are occasionally offended. I mean, I, I think the best teachers are the ones that will take uh, one side and really argue and push the kids up against the wall and then halfway through switch sides and argue hard the other way. That's the only way you are ever challenged to think for yourself. That, that's absolutely right, Glenn. Our schools are not assembly lines of conformity. We leave that to China and we leave that to Russia. We encourage our American students to think critically about their own views, to consider the possibility that they might be wrong. Yeah. Because that's how you put your views to the test. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for everything that you guys are doing. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Connor. Thank you for having me. You bet. Connor uh, Fitzpatrick from thefire.org. Uh, let me uh, take a break and tell you about American financing. 
your credit card debt is uh, just getting more expensive all the time. And if you're only able to make the minimum payment each month, that can be overwhelming trying to find a way out of debt. It's going to take years because most months you're not even touching the principal balance. Well, if you own a home, there is possibly a better way. It's not right for everybody, but I want you to do your own homework and find out. Tapping into your home's equity to pay off high interest debt can make a lot of sense. It can save you a ton of money, both in the short and long term. And to help you set that up, may I recommend American Financing. They are in a family-owned mortgage company. They don't work for the banks. They work for you. The average person that is now doing these consolidation loans is saving $1,000 a month. And you could close in as, uh, in as quick as 10 days. Plus, you might be able to also delay up to two mortgage payments and close in as little as 10 days. That should give you a lot of breathing room. The call is free. There's no obligation. Don't wait. Pick up the phone. Do your own homework. They may really be able to help you uh, as times get tougher. It's American Financing. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing. NMLS 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. The Glenn Beck Program. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Uh, I don't know if you saw the Tucker Carlson um, uh, little mini monologue that he put online yesterday. Let's play this here. Good evening, it's Tucker Carlson. One of the first things you realize when you step outside the noise for a few days is how many genuinely nice people there are in this country, kind and decent people, people who really care about what's true, and a bunch of hilarious people also, a lot of those. It's gotta be the majority of the population, even now. So that's heartening. The other thing you notice when you take a little time off is how unbelievably stupid most of the debates you see on television are. They're completely irrelevant. They mean nothing. In five years, we won't even remember that we had them. Trust me, as someone who's participated. And yet at the same time, and this is the amazing thing, the undeniably big topics, the ones that will define our future, get virtually no discussion at all. War, civil liberties, emerging science, demographic change, corporate power, natural resources. When was the last time you heard a legitimate debate about any of those issues? It's been a long time. Debates like that are not permitted in American media. Both political parties and their donors have reached consensus on what benefits them, and they actively collude to shut down any conversation about it. Suddenly, the United States looks very much like a one-party state. That's a depressing realization, but it's not permanent. Our current orthodoxies won't last. They're brain dead. Nobody actually believes them. Hardly anyone's life is improved by them. This moment is too inherently ridiculous to continue, and so it won't. The people in charge know this. That's why they're hysterical and aggressive. They're afraid. They've given up persuasion. They're resorting to force. But it won't work. 
When honest people say what's true, calmly and without embarrassment, they become powerful. At the same time, the liars who've been trying to silence them shrink and they become weaker. That's the iron law of the universe. True things prevail. Where can you still find Americans saying true things? There aren't many places left, but there are some, and that's enough. As long as you can hear the words, there is hope. That is a great, uh, hey, I'm not dead. I haven't disappeared and nobody's shutting me up uh, message from Tucker Carlson. It would be more effective if he wasn't such a Nazi, right? <laughs> right. Right. That's the only hole in the only message. God. Doesn't sound like a Nazi. You know, he likes freeways. You know who invented the freeway? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's all yeah. coming together now, Glenn. It's all coming together. Yeah. yeah. The tone of that, I think, is really great. You know, I mean, it's, I know it, it is. You know, you, you see that and you see it's, that's the happy warrior type of thing, right? Where, like, he's not backing down. He's not leaving his foundations or his principles, but he's and, also smiling, yeah. you know, and enjoying life a little bit. Right. Well, of course, you know, you're more of that. A hundred million dollars and they say, get out and you're not going to work <laughs> Where? for it. Why can't I find that job? I need the job. I want that job. Right. I think everyone should have a chance mm-hmm. at those jobs. Right. A job that pays you multiple millions of dollars to not do the job. That's the job I want. Right. I'm sick of doing the job. I am sick of living in this country that promises all these great things. Yeah. Oh, you can do it. You can achieve. When we have to work for our money i want to work a year and get paid for four yes now we're not working hard or doing a real job of course we should know that but still (laughs) i still i want no work and lots of money where's that job low on the work side (laughs) high on the money side uh i mean mean, you could argue we probably already have that job but i want one that's even more (laughs) low on the work side and high on the money you know, side. I love that he was in his golf cart with his wife, and they're at his house in Florida, and they're zipping around, and they're like, he looks so happy. Of course. <laughs> he's of in- course he's happy. They paid him not to work, and it looks like he can work anyway. Yeah. His family is now set for generations. While you, while you don't get that deal, I'm here for you. I say we sue all of our companies. So, wait a minute. This would work in my... (laughs) No, you don't want this. I don't want this. We need to be able to work a year and get paid for four. I mean, if I'm president, that's my slogan. Uh, It would probably work in this area. Oh, it it would. Let me me ask you, you know Tucker better. I mean, other than me, you know, talking to him briefly in our interviews, I've never talked to Tucker Carlson in my life. Do you... What kind of person is he? Is he the person that's going to be happy taking a giant paycheck and, and hanging out on the beach? No. Or is he the type of person who's going to want to... No, he's the type of guy... Like, I I couldn't... If some, if I was in his situation, then they said, hey, we're going to pay out your contract. I would say, fine, but there is... There's no non-compete. There's nothing. I get to do what I want. Otherwise, I'm going to work for you because I'm going to honor my contract. I could not go on the beach and waste four years. And I, he's not like that either. You see what he's setting up mm. here? He's setting up a different kind of show, a, a show where he takes big issues and debates them. That's 
that's where he's headed. Yeah, looking for something a little bit more substantial, which is yeah. great. It is something we really need. I, I will say it really connects when he's talking about that thing where we have these debates and then five years later, we don't re- even remember they happened. It's I mean, so true. It's, we, it was, we waste so much time on nonsense. It's really, really crazy because when, you know, all the conventional wisdom has always been, oh, online, people want it in three minutes. Yeah. No more than three minutes. Explain Joe Rogan. Explain this podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, people will listen to this podcast every day for three hours. I I mean, I don't know how you do it. I have to do it. But then if I had to listen to it, too, that'd be six hours of my day. And I just couldn't handle it, no matter what they pay, because I'm still working four other days. Right. That's a lot. It's a lot of work. Yeah. But I mean, I really I don't know how people have the time, but they're looking for Longer form, intelligent questioning. And honest questioning. And look, we try to do that every day here. Um, But I do think that as a society, certainly on cable news, you see a lot of this happening where you're just, I mean, he even said it. I've even participated in it. Of course, we have as well. Like everybody has. But it, it is something that we could fix. You know, and I think that's what people want. And it's being fixed. Yeah, it is. It's sorting itself out. Um, It's just the, those damn commies that are trying to prop up the old system that is worthless. They say it's about progress. No, it's not. They're propping up all the old systems. The Glenn Beck Program.